0: your offshore bank accounts, your real estate, your businesses, all bought with money from heroin. I got hundreds of parents of dead kids, addicts who OD'd on your product, and that's my story for the jury. That's how I make it all stick. This man murdered thousands of people, and he did it from a penthouse driving a Lincoln. Aside from that, you got nothing to worry
1: (laughs) about. That's pretty good, but that's why we go to court, isn't it, Richie? Because I got witnesses, too. I got celebrities, I got sports figures, I got Harlem, Richie. I took care of Harlem, so Harlem's gonna take care of me. You can believe that. I got more than that, Frank. What you got?
0: I got a line of people wanting to testify against you. It stretches out the door and around the block. Oh, you gosh. damaged a lot of lives, Frank. I got the Mazzano crime family. Remember those boys? No, you I put don't. them out of business. I ain't got
1: nothing to do with no Mazzanos. Mazzanos ain't got nothing to do with me.
0: They got everything to do with you. But they you know good. why? Why? Because apart from the fact that they hate you personally, They hate what you represent. I
1: don't represent nothing
0: but Frank Lucas. You sure? Black businessman like you? You represent progress. The kind of progress that's going to see them lose a lot of money. With you out of the way, everything can return to normal.
1: Really, man, come on, 6 o'clock news say somebody been shot, somebody's been abused, somebody blew up a building, somebody stole a car, somebody got away, somebody didn't get too far, yeah, they didn't get too far. Grandpappy told my
0: pappy back in my day, son, a man had to answer for the wicked that he done. Take all the rope in Texas, find a tall old tree, round up all of them bad boys, hang 'em high in the street for all the people to see. That justice is the one thing you should always find. Saddle up your boys, you've got to draw a hard line When the gun smoke settles, we'll sing a victory tune And we'll all meet back at the local saloon We'll raise up our glasses against evil
1: forces Singing, whiskey for my men, beer for my horses Hi everybody, this is Ed Hoffman and welcome to the main event Open up with that clip from American Gangster you know I think it's a, I think it's a great illustration of how there's two sides to every story you know hey I got I got all these people that died from the drugs that you're selling well you know I got I got uh, celebrities and I got sports figures and they're gonna they're gonna testify for me well you know what uh, you know it's and you see there's two sides to every story and that's how they put it together and hopefully. Hopefully and probably uh, more times than not, the jury the jury hears both sides of the story and they come to the and they come to the uh, to the right decision most of the times. We'll ignore uh, we'll ignore OJ Simpson, but uh, you know in politics in politics today, if you hear the liberal side and you hear the conservative side common sense is going to steer you to what's what's really happening out there and that's what I try to do on the main event is is show you what both sides are saying are saying and so you can use your logically thinking brain come to the right the right conclusions and hopefully you'll share that with people that don't listen to my show but the problem is is that the the liberals watch their side and they never flip over to our side you know someone who watches CNN or MSNBC they never flip over to Fox and watch that for an hour. They never flip over to Newsmax. They never listen to Charlie Kirk. They never they never uh, see the post from Ben Shapiro. They never they never listen to you know they don't go to see a Dinesh D'Souza movie. They don't they just don't expose themselves and they don't think they want to hear it. As opposed to those of us that love our country, care about the future for our grandkids. And our kids, and we, and we, and we see things how we see them, and say, "Hey, something's not right." <sighs> so anyway, that song was uh, Beard From My Horses," Toby Keith and Willie Nelson. Um, I used that. I know I've used it in the recent past, but uh, today we're going to talk about law enforcement, and so I wanted to use that, and uh, and uh, and I'll introduce our guest. Just as soon as I introduce myself, for those who don't know me, my name is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate, you need financing, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll free, area code 855-640-2020. And I told you guys last week that this weekend I'll be uh, in Europe and for the next two weeks, If you call that number, my talented teammates will take care of you. Um, If you don't want to talk on the phone... But you want to get some information, uh, go to edhoffman.net, E-D-H-O-F-F-M-A-N, .net. .net, Click on the United American Mortgage logo. Put in as much information as you uh, want us to have. Tell me how much information you want back, and you'll hear back from myself or one of my talented teammates. And uh, we'll help you find the missing pieces to your real estate financing puzzle. Whether that's to refinance a piece of property you own, buy a piece of property that you'd like to own, or uh, check out one of those reverse mortgage things that everybody's talking about, Uh, Help you put more uh, cash into the years that you have have left. Um, Just let us know what you're what you're looking for. We'll help you find the right the right tool to get it there. And uh, and don't worry, there's there's times when we say, you know what? It doesn't make sense for you to do anything right now. So I find that I find I get more more referral business by turning business down every now and then when it's the right thing to do. Um, if you uh, if you want to if you miss part of the show or you'd like to uh, share it with somebody else, uh, you can get the podcast on EdHoffman.net. Just go to the podcast page. You can uh, access this show as well as several batch shows, and you can also get the uh, the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, Apple Podcasts, depending on what, how old you are and what you call it, um, but that podcast, that purple uh, app on your phone uh, that says podcast, and just search Ed Hoffman, the main event, and uh, you can subscribe for free. Or I guess they, they don't call it subscribing, where they call it follow. And once a week when I, uh, I record on Friday mornings, uh, we upload it on Friday afternoons, and it'll download shortly thereafter, and you can listen to it whenever it's convenient for you. Um, If you have comments on the show, send me an email to ed at edhoffman.net, and uh, I read them all, and uh, sometimes I respond on email, sometimes I respond on the radio, and sometimes I just uh, take your advice and uh, put it in my logically thinking brain and decide if I'm right or if you're right. So anyway, let's get on to the show now. My guest this week has been Riverside County Sheriff since 2018. He was reelected for a second term uh, last year. He's a 29-year veteran of the sheriff's office, and he's currently the chief law enforcement officer of Riverside County, overseeing five jail facilities, six courthouses, the civil bureau, the coroner's bureau, the public administrator's office, 17 cities, and 4,000 dedicated county employees. I'm lucky to call him a friend, as well as uh, Sheriff Chad Bianco. Welcome back to the main event.
0: Thank you very much. I'm happy to be
1: here. Yep, and uh, first time in our new studio in, uh, in Riverside, um, I know you've been to the you were, had been to the San Bernardino one several times uh, as as I and other other guys on the in the 590 uh, interviewed you. So I've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk to you about. I got a whole bunch of stuff and I got some of it on my on my outline here and some of it I'm just going to throw in because, you know, every time I get in my car, every time I go to the store, every time I see what I see, just things just. Just stick me. They get there's They're a burr in my saddle, and I just go. How is this okay? Let's let's start with this one. Um, some local stories. We'll start with some local stories, and then we'll broaden it out statewide and nationally. You take a lot of heat in general, and I noticed you took some some recently on county jails. You work hard to protect Riverside County, and then you get raked over the coals any time an inmate dies in county jail. Meanwhile, the number of inmates dying in L.A. County jails has hit a new record in the past year, and the L.A. County Board of Supervisors' uh, idea of a solution is to start shutting down jails. Is there a double standard?
0: You know, we have we have huge double standards here. I think we all know that, Uh, you know, a bigger double standard outside of L.A. County is our California state prison system. Let's talk about the amount of suicides and deaths and covid deaths and and murders that they and drug overdoses that they have in the state prison system that uh, really controlled by the state and our attorney general. What are they doing with that? absolutely nothing you know they're 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 coming toward me they're coming uh, attacking me attacking riverside county because i'm vocal and i'm speaking up about the things that they're doing wrong and about the things that are wrong with the state particularly in public safety and it puts a big target on my back and they use doj and they use that the, the you know the lawsuit or the the media to attack me to try and discredit me and it's it's unfortunate but i guess it's the nature of the game
1: well, I know for me and uh, the people that I associate with, and probably most of the people that are here in Riverside County, we appreciate the fact that you're vocal. We appreciate the fact that you use some common sense. I think about some of the videos that you put out um, during COVID about some of the some of the dumb laws that that didn't make sense to you, and you say, "Hey, I'm just not going to enforce it." I'm just not going to enforce these things. You know, you're you're out driving around. You you know, you're supposed to have a have a a letter from your employer that you're uh, whatever the, the 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 term was that you were a essential a, worker a sen- essential worker. And uh, you're just not going to have your guys pulling people over and and giving them tickets for for being out in their car. Um, and and there's there was a bunch of other stuff, but you know, the common sense way that you enforce the law in our county makes total sense to me and and I think uh, that's how you got
0: reelected. I believe so
1: not you know you're not getting involved in the politics you're getting involved in public safety
0: yeah you know there's a lot of people that say i get involved with politics and and it's simply just not true and they i think they just want it to be that way so we can divide everybody by politics but uh if i if i venture into that politic realm it's only on the side of public safety i i support or i'm against anyone that is supporting or against public safety if you are if you are a public safety supporter i'm going to support you 100% and if you are doing something particularly in government that is making it difficult for me or or is going against the the statewide effort of making this a better safer place i'm going to be very vocal against you and i'm going to tell everybody what it is that you stand for and what you do
1: Well, i know i know that uh, our attorney general bankestrin is uh, is very supportive of the same way of thinking that you are um, and so that's a good thing for Riverside County, but I think the, I think the problems in Riverside County are, are beyond, beyond what, yeah. Well, you can actually control, um, without a, you know, a, a force three times the size. Yeah, we,
0: we do everything we can here. Our district attorney, Mike Hestron, our, our, our attorney general is definitely not a fan of mine and, uh, I'm not a fan of him. Uh, so it's. Are what we have in Riverside County. We Mike and I say this all the time. We're on a little island. We do what we can uh, with the obstacles put in front of us by the state and by our, our state legislators. But we we know the value of public safety for a community, and Riverside County is benefiting from that. Uh, and you can see it by the amount of people that are flooding here, uh, relocating, moving to li- from other parts of the state to live in Riverside County because it is safer.
1: So you said Mike Hestron's not not a uh, fan of yours?
0: No, the, uh, Mike Hestron is our DA is certainly a fan of me, but our Attorney General for the state, who is oh, Rob okay. Bonta, and I, and I think you just misspoke. You meant uh, you meant our DA, and you called him by name. Oh, uh, but you said our our Attorney General, which our Attorney General is is, is he's actually a, a disgrace to law enforcement, yeah. even though he's 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 the head law enforcement person. He followed in, the
1: state. in Jaime Becerra's. Uh, footsteps.
0: Yeah, he's he's a he's a political activist that was appointed to that spot and then and then won by the power of incumbency and he has no business being he has no business being in government in general but certainly not the attorney general spot,
1: which is most people in Sacramento and most people in Washington DC as well. Um, I was going to I was going to say, you know, when you guys spoke at Unite AE, I thought you and Mike were were both on the same page, so I guess I misunderstood or I called him attorney general instead of district attorney. Yeah, I knew what you meant. All right, good. Well, I want to make sure everybody on... In uh, that's listening to us on the on the show, they know as well. Hey, is Ed thinking these guys are uh, are on the same page? And now uh, Chad said no. So <laughs> I want to I want to I clarify that because I don't think everybody kind of listens listens with uh, with one ear when they're listening on the radio. Uh, so you were, you were on the law enforcement panel at Unite A E back in the spring with Alex Villanueva, and he talked about how L A County supervisors wasted the majority of their time attacking him and calling him names. You call, you, you get called a lot of names. How do you handle the attacks all, all the time?
0: You know, you, I, the, the difference I guess is is I completely know the truth. Uh, I know that it's, it's name calling and I'm not going to banter back and forth, uh, arguing with people that really have no basis for their argument. Uh, You can call me anything you want. I know what the truth is, and the majority of the people that that I associate with and the people that that I represent in this county know what the truth is. And so I kind of just let it go. Uh, Nothing really bothers me personally. It may bother my wife sometimes when she sees it on social media that someone's attacking me, but it doesn't bother me. You can say anything you want. Uh, My defense is is reality, and my defense is facts, and um, we just go from there.
1: Yeah, wives wives tend to uh, get defensive over their men. My wife did that all the time, and uh, has done it all the time. And what was uh, say, hey, your sales guys think that, they're, that they don't need you. You taught them everything they know. They don't. They don't need you. I said, hey, you know what? If you're worried, if you're worried about egos, that's what makes a great salesman is having a big ego. And and they know. And then we were out to dinner uh, last weekend, and one of my guys that I trained uh, uh, that I trained and went on his own. Um, after after uh, after two or three years, um, he walked up to our table. I, he saw me saw me from the bar, and he he came over to to thank me for all I did for him to show him show him the ways. And he's 24 years old, 24 years old, and he's he's got money in the bank and owns four properties, and he's doing great. And you know that was a uh, that was uh, really. Really make really makes you feel good about yourself when somebody comes back and says thank you. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about a local matter I ran into recently, and it's a, a bigger public safety story than most people realize. Airbnb is a popular service, as most people know. And in Riverside County, we have a rule that anyone who wants to rent their house out on Airbnb for less than 30 days has to apply for a short-term rental certificate. I have a neighbor who clearly isn't following the rules or wasn't until it became a problem uh, this last month and i told the story here on the show recently i think it's uh this is the kind of thing that that can bring drugs and crime into our neighborhoods and uh you know i live in probably the nicest neighborhood in merino valley and most people most people that come into our neighborhood go wow i didn't realize this little uh, oasis of uh, shangri-la was was here and uh and uh you know and it, it clearly brought some problems into our neighborhood and the guy who bought the house and decided to air and be it. Um, I don't think he cared until we all got in his face. Um, but I think this is the kind, this is the kind of thing that people, people need to know about and know what the, the rules are. What are your thoughts? What can people do if they see this happening in their neighborhoods?
0: Well, my, my thoughts, you know, you go from personal to law enforcement and uh, the arguments are good on both sides. If you consider both arguments, if you're, if you get stuck in one, you're going to, you lose the, you lose the, the big picture. Um, I like Airbnbs because I've rented them before for three days, four days, five days. And, and they, they work out well for people if you want something other than a hotel room. However, Um, In law enforcement, we are finding a a very disturbing trend uh, where Airbnbs are being uh, misused and sometimes even advertised for this misuse, where they're being rented solely for a party. They're being rented for a weekend, knowing uh, those people that are renting it are advertising for these big, huge parties where several hundred people are coming. And from the law enforcement perspective, uh, they are not... um, Palm parties that you and I would just decide, hey, let's go to a function. It's not a function. It is a, a party with drugs and alcohol and and the trend and the, the thing that law enforcement is seeing is they're ending in violence. They're ending with fights. They're ending with shootings. Uh, LA, we've seen them end in murders. And it's a it, it's something that we definitely have to deal with. We definitely have to confront. But there's there certainly is a is both sides to that argument. From my perspective, they, we need to be very careful about who's renting them and for what purpose.
1: Okay, so uh, are you in this in this particular incident? It was a thirty eight hundred square foot house, a five or six bedrooms and three bathrooms, and a half acre with a pool and a big uh, entertainment backyard. Are you? Are you seeing these problems happen and with you know 1400 square foot houses,
0: three bedroom, two bath kind of track houses? No, they're well, yes and no. I mean, they're renting a it's not going to be a smaller house because they're renting it for the purpose of a large party. Uh, You know, 1500 square foot house probably. Wouldn't be the, the the top rental for something like that. They want a twenty five, four thousand, you know, six thousand square foot house where they can they act like they have this mansion and they're they're throwing this big huge party with a couple hundred people, uh, residential neighborhoods. And I know, I know yours, you know, firsthand, you know what what happened there and everything else. That I I kind of have to say that that's that's not the norm. We don't see them in a in a in a nice neighborhood like that. Um, in cul-de-sacs or in in small streets where they're bringing in a couple hundred people into a party uh, that that ends that way, especially. So that that house was not the norm, and I I don't know if that person knew who he was renting to or or what they had intentions of doing, uh, but that's the big issue with an Airbnb is you've got to have those requirements of it's this is for a family, this is you know. You're renting, that's for six people in that three bedroom home. Uh, It's not for a party and it's not for uh, you selling tickets. And and of course in
1: in Merino Valley you say, uh, why are people, Airbnb in Moreno Valley. So, Absolutely, I mean, you can,
0: we have issues in Riverside County, in the mountains, in Idlewild. People want to go to the mountains in Idlewild. There are no hotels up there. There's little tiny motels, but you rent a house for the weekend, and you take your your family, or you have a family reunion, or something like that, and you spend, you know, you spend the weekend up in the cool weather, up in the mountains. That that's nice, but when you do it. For the purpose of a party and annoying your neighbors and and causing all these problems to come into your neighbors, where they have the opportunity or the chance of of being hurt or killed by you know gunfire from a from a gang party or something like that, uh, that's where the issues happen. The desert's the same way. So, but I would
1: but I would think when you go out to the mountains, that makes sense. That makes sense that people would wanna would wanna do that and bring a b- bunch of people and just you know sit out there and enjoy the enjoy the surroundings. Uh, in in the city, I don't see the attraction. You know, when March Air Force Base was 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 open and we had tons of military guys uh, there, I could see people would want to come visit their relatives that are that are active duty, and and there'd be a there'd be a reason. But um, we don't have that anymore. So, what should people do if they see something happening in their in their neighborhood? So, I mean, my neighbor my neighbor said, "Hey, I called the non emergency line, and I don't know if he called 911." And, uh, and, and they told him we'll call the the non-emergency line. But my, my thought was, Hey, you know, if you call the non-emergency line, they're going to deal with deal with it on Monday, not tonight. And that's when I, that's when I text you. And I know, uh, I know you're, you're probably going to give out your cell phone on the, on the radio so everybody else can do that. Or maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. What, but what can, what can, uh, what can the average guy do that doesn't have Chad Bianco's uh, cell phone?
0: Yeah, we, we. I, I don't ever want to encourage someone to make up their own mind and make up the, come to their own conclusions of whether it's an emergency or whether it's a non-emergency. Um, yes, uh, you know, gunfire right at the time, or you witnessing a crime in progress, or you being a victim of a crime. That's obviously a 911. Those things we know call 911. Uh, issues like this, we need to have it reported to us, and we need to know. So I, I don't want to tell someone to call the non-emergency uh, because you know for something like this. This, these, these parties that are getting out of control, because it's not an emergency at 902 doesn't mean it's not going to be an emergency at 905. And we want to know as soon as we can uh, that, that we have some type of an issue going on so we can try and shut it down, so we can let them know that we're watching them. Uh, and for something like this, especially these Airbnbs that are having these parties, we will shut them down because it is, it is not lawful in uh, in Riverside County, unless you have a permit, and most of them do not have permits, so we know the potential of them ending in violence, and we are going to make sure that the neighborhood is safe uh, for these things. So,
1: well, your guy, your guys came out, came out and did a bang up job and uh, shut it down early. I guess the thing started early, and the neighbors started. We have a we have a neighborhood. Wa- we call it neighborhood watch, but it's just a group text with all the neighbors and uh and we start talking hey there's a, there's a car here parked over here i don't know who it is but it looks like they're up to no good just keep an eye on keep an eye on them and uh you know and we and all the all the texts are going around and i was actually still in montana when i when i text you and um and then the neighbors the neighbors uh, across the street sent me pictures of all the cop cars and um and they said hey four cop cars eight deputies went in there and it got quiet all of a
0: sudden yes it does it 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 tends to happen like that especially you know you got to be honest with what was happening the type of people that were in there um, they don't want cops around and so when we get there we're making them leave and we're telling them we're coming back that party's going to end pretty quick
1: very good very good i know if uh there was a there was a time when some of the guys here at the radio station told me I should run for mayor of Moreno Valley and change the name to Hoffmanistan. and uh, and uh, and I said, you know what? If I was the mayor of Moreno Valley, first thing I would do is, or if I was the governor, or if I was, if I went into politics, although Don told me you filed for candidacy, I'm filing for divorce. Um, I said, okay, I'm uh, I'm gonna stay not in politics, but I said the first thing I do is is raise up the 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 pay for all the cops and. And triple and triple the amount of cops, so keep the place safe. If everything's, everything's uh, uh, if everybody's obeying the law, life is life is better for everybody. Hey, anyway, I'm all out of time for this uh, half of the main event, so stay tuned for five minutes traffic, weather, sports, and commercials, and we'll be right back with Chad Bianco.